hey, hey, happy day, Sharon Horrells from here. How to use feet of clay to supersize your business, supersize and grow your business. Feet of clay, of course, is an expression or an idiom that comes from the Bible. Daniel 2, 31 to 32, I believe, King Nebuchadnezzar, I think, I think it was Nebuchadnezzar or something like that, unless that's just something that I got from the movie The Matrix, uh, had a dream. He dreamt that, he dreamt about a statue and the statue's head was made out of gold, its body and shoulders were made out of silver, its legs were made out of steel and iron, and its feet were made out of clay. Now, I don't have that exactly perfect, but that's about what? Basically, super strong gold head all the way down to feet of clay. The statue, of course, since the feet were made of clay and the metals above it were much heavier, broke up and blew away, broke into a million pieces and blew away and was destroyed. Of course, his prophet told him that it meant that his empire was going to be destroyed. and. Ever since then, feet of clay, the expression feet of clay has gone on to mean that somebody with, um, somebody we look up to, somebody with a great reputation, somebody that's an expert or a guru or really good at something, um, has some sort of character flaw that could be their destruction, that could destroy their reputation. They have either a character flaw or some kind of a fault, or they're, you know, some kind of a thing that would make us look upon them with less expertise or less favorably. Well, okay, number one, who among us in the human race does not have a fault? Who among us is faultless? Who among us is just so awesome in absolutely every area, every aspect and every character and everything in our life and every experience we've ever had? Who among us is perfect? Ah, uh, no one, no one. I know, I can hear you, everybody's arguing, Jesus, Jesus was perfect, okay, okay. I'm not even gonna argue that. But one person out of how many billions of people that have lived, I mean, I don't think that's a very good statistic that we wanna count on. So let's just agree to agree or disagree or agree to disagree that every one of us has faults. Every one of us has characteristics or past experiences that could probably be held against us if people wanted to. And guess what? There's always a group of people when you're building and growing, especially when you're growing and supersizing your business, your competition, the people that are coming up, people that are envious, are always going to be looking for those experiences in your past, those flaws of character, those inconsistencies in your behavior or in your organization that they can use against you to try to chip away at you and, and tear you down. I don't know why, but people like to tear other people down. Again, I'm sure there's some kind of a human nature in that, but let's just again agree that that happens or can happen. So what do you do about it? How do you use the fact that we all have character flaws, we all have feet of clay in somebody's version and opinion, and usually it's, it's us judging ourselves the harshest. We know what our strengths and our weaknesses are. How do we use that to build and grow our business? Well, first of all, we understand and admit that we have weaknesses. We have past experiences that we might not be 100% proud of. We've all made decisions that were just like, oh my God, what was I thinking back then? And would we want those held against us? So how do you, knowing that, grow and build and supersize your business? You can put a whole bunch of stuff on top of it to try to hide those things, but I guarantee in this day and age of social media, in this day and age of the internet, in this day and age of media negativity, any stuff you might have had in your past, any experiences, any faults, any um, missteps, nowadays are probably gonna be recorded and probably shared at 
a point in your life or your career that is the most harmful to you. Why? I don't know. It just seems to be the way things fall into place sometimes. So how do you combat that? Well, I say number one, be yourself. Be unapologetically who you are and embrace the things that you've learned from in the past. Embrace those mistakes that you've made, those challenges that you've had, and the lessons that you've learned from them. Share the lessons that you've learned from them. Don't be afraid to share that you're not perfect and that you've made mistakes, and this is what happened and is happening as you're growing and building and supersizing your business. Be open and honest and vulnerable about those things. Is it hard? Yeah, it's really hard. We all have those things in our life that we don't want to tell people about. And, and things that we're maybe ashamed of and we're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that or thought that or felt that. But guess what? Instead of repelling the people that should be working with you and involved in your business, it actually attracts the right people. It attracts the people that you want to have in your business. Um, now, I'm sure there's exceptions to this. I mean, if you were a, a gangster or a drug dealer or something and you're now a reputable business person, you might not want to attract those type people into your business. But you do maybe want to attract the people that were in the similar position that have now changed and are, are contributing to the world in a positive way like you are. That's kind of an outrageous example, but I think you get where I'm coming from. We all have things that we don't like to do that we're terrible at. It's like focusing on our genius zone and building our business and growing our businesses on those things, the things that are our strengths, the things that we can help other people. Because guess what? All of our customers have feet of play too. That's why they come to us. They have a problem that, or a challenge that they need. Sorry about that, I'm running late today. They have a challenge that they need our help with. They have a problem that they want us to help them solve. That is that might be their Achilles heel, their feet of clay, their their kryptonite if they if they're Superman. So do we do we pretend that those things don't exist in ourselves and in our customers? Or do we use those those weaknesses, those challenges to fuel and to motivate us to, to create the business of our dreams, to supersize our business, to build a bigger business so that we can help more people to solve their problems and their challenges and eliminate their feet of play so that they can go on to, to create the lives that they want and get the results that they want. Just a different way of looking at it, just a way of, of thinking about it, and just a way of you know admitting, guess what, we all have feet of clay. So, would love to know um, your experience with this expression. Have you ever been in a situation where you um, presented and were doing really, really good, maybe in your life or your career or relationship, only to have somebody find out and publicize your weakness or feet, feet of play? I think of um, a lot of times people are in relationships and they think the person's marvelous and then they find out that um, something about their past, maybe they've Maybe they're having an affair. I mean, to me, infidelity is a feat of clay, right? Um, I mean, we've seen infidelity and we've seen um, addiction destroy many people that are famous and that we've put on a pedestal. Uh, there's tons of examples of that. So, feet of clay. Would love to know your stories and your experience with this. If you've ever had to admit a vulnerability and then you found out, you know, whenever we have to admit something that we're we're vulnerable an area that we're vulnerable in it it feels really really scary but I found that whenever I, I do share that with maybe a small group of people or maybe a friend all of a sudden the negative power and the negative emotion that I had personally around that that 
fault or that vulnerability or the thing I'm so afraid people are going to judge me for, I find out that there's more people actually that can relate to me and are supporting me because of that vulnerability, because of that. Um, for example, and I'm going to share one right now. I am legally blind. And I just, I, it's, it's been coming over years, over decades actually, but it really hit me last year. And there's all kinds of fear and things associated with me admitting and telling people that I am legally blind. Um, does, it, does it stop me? No. Has it slowed me down considerably as I'm transitioning? Yes. Why? Primarily because of my fear of being blind and the stigma that goes with, comes with being blind. Um, I have other things like that too in my life. I've had chronic pain for decades and that's another thing most people have never known about me. I don't share it because number one, it's none of their business. Number two, it's my job to, to cope with it and, and manage that and still create the life that I want in spite of that. Just like all of us, we all have limitations and challenges that we need to deal with as we're growing and building our businesses. So anyway, have an absolutely amazing day. I would love to know what you think some of your fatal faults and flaws are and your character flaws because chances are, number one, I guarantee you're not alone. Number two, there's probably millions of people that think they have the same thing. And number three, a lot of times what we think is our, um, our challenge or our flaw is actually our source of absolute strength and motivation to build and grow our business in the first place. Have an absolutely amazing day. I will, of course, be sitting around with another interesting idiom. Where does it come from? What does it mean? What might it mean to you? And how can you use it to build and grow the business of your dreams? If I can help you in any way, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow. Today, I'm going to go think about some of my flaws, my fatal flaws. Bye.